You're looking for something a little different, but this is The spit is just vicious, sick and syphilis Hands down, point blank, it is ridiculous I used to be a typical misfit, now I pray to the same When I'm getting my chips with, it's just like whipping a biscuit And I ain't talking dipping a dipstick in a picture of biscuit, yup And I roll my street, heavily, heavily, slow mob creep About four, five deep, and we show guys sheep And you know I eat what I sow, I reap Hogged out and ain't changing the either I hang in the streets with a gang of believers Getting green like a corn stock I was born hot like I came with a fever Jesus Christ, protect me tonight I'm trying to breathe your life In the war I freedom fight Soldiers growing like beacon lights Yeah, I'm making dough But I ain't gonna get my cake and go You can hate but don't mistake it, bro He favored us to save us all Stand up, stand up Any shame and put them hands up They plan to ban us But yeah, I'm a Christian and what? Man Stand up, ain't ashamed to put them hands up They plan to ban us, but yeah, I'm a Christian and what? Man up, stand up, ain't ashamed to put them hands up They plan to ban us, but yeah, I'm a Christian and what? Man up, stand up, ain't ashamed to put them hands up They plan to ban us, but yeah, I'm a Christian and what? So saucy, so real, so contagious, so ill. Molding basic the skill, rolling spaceships on wheels, motivating the tracks, home invasion on wax. Y'all done play with the rap, but Jehovah's taking it back. I fish, so I sent the lure. This is a mental cure. Gotta keep my temple pure. Let me check my temperature. 777 degrees. You never met a predator. Well, brother, it's better to leave. I'm eating everything, ain't right. Don't come around here if your game ain't tight. I'm in a pure with the flame they light many of them minister to gain they stripes campaigning to change they life can't hang with the gang if your name ain't christ if it's about the rock then i'm with them seek out the flock and i'll get them if you ever want to stop the devil up in his plot all you gotta do is pop the lock and i'll hit them i ain't timid i'll be flipping through the different apostles on a mission just to give them the gospel the sun is the great one mr colossal when it comes to the faith i'm stiff as a fossil i'ma praise him any old where you can sit in your chair man i really don't care i bang you won't christ reigns you don't Stand up, ain't ashamed to put them hands up They plan to ban us, but yeah, I'm a Christian and what? Man up, stand up, ain't ashamed to put them hands up They plan to ban us, but yeah, I'm a Christian and what? Man up, stand up, ain't ashamed to put them hands up They plan to ban us, but yeah, I'm a Christian and what? Man up, stand up, ain't ashamed to put them hands up They plan to ban us, but yeah, I'm a Christian and what?
my earlier roots My grandparents immigrated for food, not for loot It ain't true when you ain't got nothing to eat Got no spiritual foundation under your feet Man, that's a real heat They had no heat Man, that's a real street They had no street They had no Christ They had no peace But then they met him Now they really know peace The new worldview called tradition The new worldview provoked cultural suspicion The new worldview had even brought division But that same worldview got you listening my parents to me, I got this unorthodox family tree, if you get down with the movement, you can be fan with me, we trying to make this music to make the people free, unorthodox, we rock your city blocks, we rock your rooftops, we rock your boom box, unorthodox, we shake your shell tops, we shake your top rock, we shake your boom box, unorthodox, we break your old clocks, we break your hard knocks, we break your old locks, unorthodox, we break your stereotypes, we shake your stereo right, we let you know Christ rocks, you are past this kid, aka and Billy Kid, it's hip hop every day. It's so easy to stray with no street lights. Found myself rousing the wrong sights. Those are some long nights, spiritually, some real fights. Till I stopped fighting and I dropped my rights and got connected and let him edit my profile. My space used to be so violent, so wild. How a software can clean your hard drive and make you a new child. This new community with all the friends I've made. Check my music player, all the songs they played, all the comments saved. My tour dates, all the places I played It's an unorthodox page Cause of the path he paid Cause of the price he paid My lifestyle rips Christ Cause of the life he gave Unorthodox We rock your city blocks We rock your rooftops We rock your boom box Unorthodox We shake your shell tops We shake your top rock We shake your boom box Unorthodox We break your old clocks We break your hard knocks We break your old locks Unorthodox We break your stereotypes We shake your stereo right We let you know Christ rocks On my journeys Occupation. I tell them I'm a pastor and an artist, there's amazement New engagement, sometimes I wish I could take their look and frame it They can't picture a cat that's braided Cause their old school presentation got them jaded But so many people waited For a ministry out the box With no cultural locks All over church, unorthodox redlocks Fades and fitteds a multicultural faith community that's committed to the great commandment and the great commission. We orthodox in our beliefs, but not in our vision. We in the biblical context and not tradition, cause we're more concerned about your heart's condition. We got a passion from God, so we're purpose driven. We look just like you, but we found what's missing. Unorthodox, we rock your city blocks, we rock your rooftops, we rock your boom box. Unorthodox, we shake your shell tops, we shake your top rock, we shake your boom box. Unorthodox, we break your old clocks, we break. Your hard knocks, we break your old rocks off the docks. We break your stereotypes, we shake your stereo right. We let you know Christ rocks. Remix. Loud color tennis, body marked up like graffiti. I don't push a Maserati, beam her biz a bitty. And yeah, I roll a foreign. And Nissan like a spitty. Hey, go ahead and doubt us, I know what you know about us. And we ain't gotta follow, then we take another route. No, we ain't blowing trees, bro. Open up my window. I see you popping tags, but you know that's why your ends, yo. I try to tell them we was coming.
coming, gone, let us in. Why they hating like we out a bunch of hooligans? No gimmicks, spirit in my lyrics. Know when people hear it, they gon' love her, they gon' bear it. And it ain't how we flow, cause when we show up at our show, they say we go at so hard in the paint, they can't wait for some home. But some others say we preachy, some clothes minded geeches. Like we ain't heard of Mark's Lock and Nietzsche. Believe me, they don't know about us, they don't, they don't know Subtract, but content like I had enough. Long hair, don't care, some more and plus I'm padded up. I know this blow your mind, and I ain't blowing pine. Not talking women, looking skippy every other line. Yeah, I gotta die, I'm about to make a mind. Life in Christ got me finished like across the line. With, with, with the way that you telling me to do it, sell out to sell out. Nah, man, it's so foolish. Done, done, trying to beat you and don't fit, miss it. I don't trip, everybody hate Chris. They saying get with this, just like a membership. the house the pentecost built who's in the house right now dj no flow and your boy blue live with you right now after a, a synod break we had we had a very good conversation with our artist of the month david Rodudo. uh awesome artist great testimony first part of this of the show we uh talked with him um but definitely want to touch on something right now guess what i did today I what? went to the range and I missed you, bro. You missed me. Yeah, I missed you. Well, your aim needs to get better. Oh, <laughs> this guy and his jokes. 
Oh, oh my goodness, goodness did, gracious. Did you have fun out there? Did you? Oh man, I had nothing like going out to the range and just, uh, you know, just doing my thing and enjoying. Anyone who's a, who's a, a, an advocate for the Second Amendment, who enjoys, uh, you know, being, you know, in that world and enjoys bearing arms and whether you have it for your home, whether you have it for sport, whether you're a collector, or whether you just enjoy having that type of uh, that type of deal going on, you know, it's a uh, it's it's rewarding to me. So did you take your did you take your Glock out there? Was it? The, oh was yes, sir. I, I I took out my I took out my, my, my Black Beauty my my Glock. I, I have to tell you one thing. Your Glock was smooth. My S and W. My SW there is got a, has got a little bit of a kickback on it. Yeah. But your Glock was smooth, man. It had hardly any kickback at all. I got to I got to tell you that. Okay. Well, I'll tell you this. This thing right here. Okay. This thing right here. Um, I cleaned it today. For the first time I, I cleaned it. Okay. I took it apart, watched a little video on YouTube, and cleaned. It. I had all the tools for it, and I cleaned it. Man, it was dirty. I never cleaned it before. Uh huh. So I've been to the range probably about. But three or four times, one right. with you, and I haven't cleaned it. So I took it apart, cleaned it, learned how to do that. Man, this thing here. Was it, was it easy to Was it easy to take apart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty simple. Serves up to take apart. Um, it's you know I, I gotta be be perfectly honest of all our listeners out there. Um, the Glock, man, this is like the Bible of, of handguns. Yeah, it, that it's was reliable. It's smooth. Um, you gotta be careful with it because it is a, a, a weapon, um, but it is reliable as it gets. Um, you do research on it. People say that law enforcement uh, endorse it. Um, it's just a beautiful weapon to have, uh, even if you're starting out. You know, I mean, I mean, I've never owned a gun before before this. Right. And it's just beautiful. I I I I'm in love with mine. You know at. A long time ago there, I was, I really did, I wasn't for guns, war against guns, uh-huh. and I had a, a, one of my best friends there, he was a, he was a gun fanatic, he used to love just uh, having, he had a gun on him all the time, uh, he was always strapped, and, but, and I really didn't get the, I didn't fully understand the, the, the whole culture behind it there, but I'll tell you what. I fully understand it now, and mm-hmm. and I and I am one of those gun fanatics now. Where oh, yes. I will tell you, I, I I tell you that I have my own guns, and I am a big supporter of the Second Amendment. Oh yes, an absolute yes. 100% supporter of it. There, and it's uh, it's amazing now. I understand the the idea behind it now. It's not more it's not because it's a it's an object it's because it's the idea behind that object there the second amendment was made to protect people from not only for just self-defense there but from a tyrannical government and now as i as i've gone i've that gone into that culture there i understand now more about why why uh what why guns are needed and why I will always support the right to own a gun. Period. Well, see, this is this this is where I uh, I myself had to learn because for the majority of my life I was against them mm-hmm. because all I seen was negative things. I never seen a right. positive. I right. didn't have a role model in my life who supported it, showed me that there is there are good things 
positive things, rights. You know, people are collectors, people are enthusiasts, people, you know, I see a gun, I freak out. Oh my gosh, can't have that. That's bad. You know, um, but, you know, getting married, you know, being, you know, talking about that and talking about, you know, this possibility of, of having one in our house, household, um, we, we bounce that around quite a bit. And um, as you know from last show, my wife touched on uh, a little bit of her, of her what story. What happened to her, right? Yeah, she was, she was, a, somebody basically tried to kidnap her. Yeah, she was, yeah. she was almost abducted. Um, thank God she listened to the Holy Spirit and she ran. <clears throat> they didn't get a hold of her by the grace of God. And then she had another situation, a little more minor, where she was at a gas station and a gentleman or a man, guy, whatever, uh, approached her, asked her for directions. She told him she had no idea where this place was. She can, he can go inside the gas station to find out. And he, he proceeded to approach her. And she got scared, dropped the gas pump, and went to go in the car. And the guy like, oh, no, no, I didn't mean that. Uh, if she's telling you no, and she doesn't want you near her, don't proceed to, to go towards her. Did this happen? Was this just this week? No, it's been a little bit now. Uh, it was uh, after we. Sh- it was. It was. It was. It was a little bit ago. Wow. Um, and I'm, I'm sure she'll she'll bring that up too in, in a later broadcast or whatever. That is that is crazy there. So that- and I mean I, I'm I'm literally looking at people and seeing people trying to approach me or try to scope me out. Right. And I you know and and I'm a, and, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm armed. I'm carry. You know, that one time I wasn't, I pretended like I was, guy took off. He scooped me out, looking me out. I'm like, dude, this world, this society, this culture is so lost. They're looking for something. They're looking for weakness. And we we're we're just we're just blessed that we have the opportunity to still get the Holy Spirit and grace. Cause when Jesus comes back the right. second time. There's not going to be an opportunity because the Holy Spirit is going to leave with Jesus. So when Jesus comes back for the second time and you're not taking up with that Holy Spirit, you're going to be one sorry customer. Right. Because you're not going to have the opportunity to invest in the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's coming. We, you mentioned that that you have people that are that are that are scoping you out and things like that. There, here's. Here's what we got to remember. Okay, I'm a I'm a six foot, two hundred and seventy pound man. Yeah. Okay. Most people in me, and I I don't look at you like, hi. I look at you like, what's going on? Right. I don't give you that, hi. All right. So there's no real reason to come at me sideways. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I don't give you that opportunity to look at me like. He's a softy. Like you're a victim. Victim. Right. Good, good, good way of putting it. Victim. So for someone to scope me out, mm-hmm. you got, for lack of a better term, you got to have some pretty big manhood. You, you follow me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, especially if, you know, I myself am ready. Yeah. Okay. So somebody do that to me, I'm like, okay. All right, there's an issue here. Right. There's an issue. 
There's an issue beyond my issue. There's an issue beyond what I'm thinking. Because the problem comes to the, the, this is the problem. This is the problem that we all have, okay? The problem we all have is that we're too complacent. Bingo. We're too complacent. Bingo. That's, you're right. Okay, complacency has changed the dynamic of what we do. And it also changes the dynamic dynamic of what we allow. Complacency is what's wrong with Christianity. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Come on, I know you're feeling me. We, we, we got so we we've got to we've so we've got to and listen. Everybody has faced complacency at one time or another. You know, we all go through it. There, we've got to. Uh, we get relaxed. We do good, and then all of a sudden, then we we you know we get to a spot there where we think that we can you know everything's going uh, great. Hey, we can relax. But look. We can't go ahead and let go of the handle. We can't go ahead and uh, let our grips go there. We've got to go ahead and continue to keep pursuing the things of God, watching over our lives there, making sure that we are living. We're giving everything for the Lord there. Because what if somebody was scoping you out, checking, you know, looking to go ahead and harm you there? We don't know what's going to happen to, uh, to us when we walk out the door, when we go to the grocery store so we got to be prepared at all times and we've got to go ahead and be ready to do what it needs to be done to defend ourselves and to also defend everybody else there and we've also got to be making sure that we're living for the Lord in in all that we're doing there you mentioned about Christians being complacent are they well that yes we we are we are why are we complacent? Why are we complacent? Oh, that's a whole different thing that oh, we can we go. got some time, my brother. What? Why are we complacent? Do, should I bring in this? Should I begin this? Go ahead. <laughs> we're complacent because we're still used to status quo. Religion. Absolutely. Paganism. Cultural acceptance. That is why we're complacent. There are people who are Christians who have they have no problem with demonic worship witchcraft in the church you know how thick witchcraft is in the church yeah it it's come on it, 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 it is, yeah. is thick as thieves in the church we came from one god led me to a church and we had every opportunity to change the dynamic of the church. And certain people blocked those blessings. And then I seen it for what it was worth. I seen it. My wife showed it to me. We would see we wouldn't have known if she wouldn't have dug. But she dug. And I seen it. And I called that bad boy out. Oh, I called it out. I called it right there. No, this ain't the what it is. Yes, this is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. How many churches are going through that right now, NoFlo? How many churches are going through that right now? And with they, they think they're believers. They think they're believers. Because they go to church, they walk into church, they say their, 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 their songs, and the preacher leads them straight to hell. I'm telling you, man. 
Get on my, get on yeah, my yeah, level. You're, so get on my level, though, Flo. Come on. So, so the whole listen. Let me put it to you this way. All right, I'm going to tell you something that's going to shock the. That's going to shock a lot of people. Well, maybe it, maybe not a lot of people, but here's the bottom line. Get on my flow. I'm going to say this. As the church goes, so goes the world. Okay. The What's re- wrong with the church, Cameron? Oh, no flow. What's wrong there, with the church? There's. Uh, the, uh, Come I, can, on. I can start off. Okay, well, let's let's go ahead and discuss one thing. Let's let, let me mention this. Okay. All right. We have lost the. We have we have we have not lost the culture war. We gave the culture up. Okay. We gave the culture up. Let me okay, give you an example. What is culture? Tell me that. What is culture? Well, it's lifestyle. It's. It's Four letters that begin culture. What is it? Cult. Jesus came to kill culture. Because culture is the same thing that Moses started with the Ten Commandments. He started that. Here are the Ten Commandments. You gotta get righteous. What happened? Everyone got all super religious because they couldn't fulfill the Ten Commandments. They couldn't fulfill the law. So we get tabernacles and all this other stuff going on because we're trying to fulfill that law. And what happens? People go to hell because they're cutting arms off, taking eyes out, taking legs off because they don't want to go back into the sin that they were in. The old barbaric ways. Well, you can't live Old Testament because it's barbaric. It's beyond our perfection. We can't do it. Culture is what Jesus came to destroy. Because he knew that we couldn't live up to it. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do, Cameron? Or no flow. What do we do? We take the Christian perspective and put it right into the culture. Right. Well, what I what I'm identifying as culture is is simply this: like when we see things that are going on in the world today. All right. Let mm-hmm. me give you an example. All right. Just as just this is an example. Here, okay. 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 When Hollywood first started out. Hollywood, okay. They they used to have what was uh, they used to have a uh, I can't remember the exact term, but they used to have a board of churches there that would screen the movies there and decide, hey, this is not good, this is good, this is good, this is not. And there was a it was a, basically a morality uh, a morality issue, okay, a morality uh, group that monitored these movies, okay. Well, we went ahead and somehow or another, Hollywood went ahead and seceded from that. And now look at the look at the stuff that Hollywood is producing today. Garbage. 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 Absolute garbage. We gave it we gave it up. Now thankfully there's some people there are some Christians that are trying to go ahead and they're getting back in there and they're winning so they're gaining some ground, but we lost a lot of ground. Uh, let's let's use this as an example. Is Hollywood completely demonic? Completely. Is Hollywood completely demonic? No. I'm gonna. Okay. Ah. I'll, okay. Wait. Wait. But let's. Okay. Let's. All right. Let me go ahead and say this. Okay. There, uh, that's kind of like ah. a trick question. Oh. Here we go. Culture again, though. Okay. Okay. Is Hollywood fully demonic? Just like if is Christian culture fully demonic? Well, Hollywood isn't isn't full isn't fully demonic there, but they but 
let's face it, the majority of the stuff that they put out there is is pure garbage. It's illuminatic. Illuminatic. There, right there. Illuminatic. That's what it is. I'm going to ask you another question when we come back because we're about to hit the top of the hour. We get moving uh, already? Yeah, already. Right. Do we? But do we... <laughs> no, it's not quick. It feels like we just got back. <laughs> <laughs> when we hit the top of this hour and go into our next, next hour, okay. we're going to talk about this. We're going to discuss this because there is a there is a crazy belief that we're good. That pleasantries are what the Lord wants us to 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 work with here. You see what I'm saying? Let's get into this, okay? Let's get into this. Is Hollywood fully dynamic? Dynamic. Demonic. Jesus. It's certainly not dynamic, okay? Okay. (laughs) But to say that is to say that Christianity or Christian culture. Now, okay, let's go here. Let's just open this door wide open. We've got to pull another hour. Let's rock and roll, buddy. Let's do it. All right. What is Christian culture? Well, Christian culture there is what uh, is is the 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 culture that is well. Try to find a, a way to describe it here. I give you I give, I give you four examples of Christian culture. All right, you ready? Go ahead. Halloween, Christmas, New Year's. I didn't say Thanksgiving. Okay. The reason why I say that is because Christian culture embraces those holidays as actual holidays okay what we have to understand about about the culture is this it's a cult okay it's a cult of people that believe in a certain thing that has nothing to do with the holy spirit you see what i'm saying so halloween as a culture we celebrate christmas as a culture we celebrate new year's as a culture and we celebrate Easter as a culture. Thanksgiving different. Thanksgiving ain't nothing tied to it. It's just being grateful and having let have a harvest. But all the rest of four of them. Oh, it's a new year. Oh, it's Easter. Now, the resurrection of Jesus is what's important. You follow me? Absolutely. There's nothing. There's nothing about Easter dealing with bunnies or eggs. We understand the egg process. Mm-hmm. It cocooned, come out new life. Right. Christianity as a as a purity is the is based in the resurrection of Jesus. Okay? If he never resurrected, we'd be dead in the water. Well, the, the word of God does say that if we don't, if, uh, if, Je- if Jesus never raised from the dead, then we're lost. We have no, we have uh, no hope. Exactly. What Okay, and you, I know you know this. What was the first church? Uh, it was the uh, in the Book of Acts. There, the Christians that uh, went. They were uh, the first church. The, the first church. Okay, so so they were they were Christians that gathered at homes in the in the Book of Acts. Okay, and, so you're, you're, down, you're going down Acts Avenue, which is exactly where you need to be. The first birth of the first church centered in Jesus was what this show is named Pentecost the house of Pentecost that is the first church of Jesus Christ 
He bought. He says, "Stay in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Bring in the Holy Spirit. Stay there." The Holy Spirit came down and filled them with other tongues. They were able to speak in some different things that only, whoo, Lord, I would have been in that room. I would have been whoo dancing until my clothes fell off. I'm so glad that that didn't happen. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> wiki, 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 wiki. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, sorry, guys. Okay, that, just that, when he mentioned that, I couldn't just yeah, uh, could, that, could, that image couldn't get out of my mind. Okay. If you are listening right now, give us uh, a call. Uh. Uh. <laughs> You uh, give us a call if you're listening. You want to call in. You want to um, be a part of the conversation. You have a perspective. Definitely call in 702-483-8004. Give us a call. Text us. Let us know um, what's your perspective on this is because we're talking about culture. We're talking. So, but so to so what I was uh, what I was mentioning when I was talking about uh, about the uh, the culture. Uh, let's just define culture as, as this, okay, in, a, in, in this broad sense here. Uh, a, a group of people's way of life, a, uh, a society's way of life. Is that all it is? And Well, in the, in the broad sense, yes. So, that, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a group, it's basically a way of life for a society of people there. Uh, we, each country, each uh, location has different cultures. You could go down to somewhere in, let's say, you could go to where I where where I was uh, a few months ago. You could go to uh, to another country, and they have a different culture than we do. So, and then you come back over here to Las Vegas, the United States. We've got a different culture than some European cultures have. So, it's a way of life for people there, and it's a it's a set society of rules that society goes by. So that's the, in a broad definition there, that's, that's my understanding of culture. So when I say that we lost, that one of the things that we did was we lost the culture war. We didn't lose it actually, we gave it up. Was yeah, because we, hand, hand it over. we took this idea that, hey, listen, Jesus is coming back. I've got everything okay. I'm okay. I'm going to go ahead and go to be with Jesus. Hey, but you know what? The rest of the world is going to hell. But hey, I'm okay. I'm good. Isn't that religious, though? Well, it is, and it's wrong thinking. Of course. Because listen, I was there too. That's how I know. So, and, and there's a lot of teaching that goes around that says this. It says, "Hey, guess what? Hey, Jesus is coming back. The world is going to go ahead and go the way it is right now. The Lord is coming back. Don't worry about it. Okay, you're out of here as soon as he as soon as he calls you out. Yes, that is true. All right, that is going to happen. But is that our attitude? Are we to go ahead and just sit back and relax and say, hey, Jesus is coming and the, I, I'm going to go to be with him. The world's going to hell, but that's okay. Can we talk about that? About, about the passion that God gives you? Wait, but, le, but let me mention this, okay? okay? Let me mention this. Okay. That is not the way that we need to act. What did Jesus say in, what did, what did Jesus say in, in the book of, uh, I think it was in the book of Acts there. Okay, I can't remember. I could be wrong. But he said, occupy until I come. Right. Occupy. Right. That's a military term. Occupy. That means you take possession of the land and you maintain the land 
and you hold on to it until I come back. True. Now, True. we, to a large degree, have not gone ahead and done that. Take a look at everything that basically that basically defines our culture, our society, schooling, government, entertainment, business, all these different things there. For a large part, we've gone ahead and we have given it over to Satan through complacency. Because we've been taught, hey, this is what's going to happen. So don't bother. Don't try to go ahead and change it. All right. And that's wrong thinking. We've got to get out there and we've got to be involved in every area of culture because if we don't define culture for Jesus Christ, then who's going to define it for us? Hold on. Hold on about that one. Is defining culture for Jesus what we're supposed to be doing? We are supposed to be taking possession of the land. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Is that cultural? Or is that... That would be culture too. I don't know about that. That would be... I don't know. You might be walking down a road that it may not be so right there. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that we have to understand what culture is. Culture, Culture is a cult of people that have a persuasion upon a set of rules that they, as a cult, follow. Okay? Now, we have the Word of God, which is our infallible Word of God. God gave us. Right. But we don't have a culture because it's not exclusive. It's inclusive. You feel me? Yeah, but I think that it's a... I I think that it's a... a, Just a, a difference of semantics. You think, you, think, so, you think it's a difference, difference in semantics? Is what you think it is? Right. I think that it's just a different interpretation there. When I say, when I say that we take over the culture, let's let me give you an example, okay. right? Okay. All right. Let's talk about abortion. All right. Let's let me go ahead and just discuss the the issue of abortion. Okay. All right. Ooh boy. We're un, we're unloading the, the bullets tonight, aren't we? Okay. All right. This, if you have a comment about abortion, okay. some, some kind of view on that, give us a call. 702-483-8004 and give us a perspective. Right now at this moment, we have a culture of death that is in, that is no, seeped. That's true. That is seeped into our, our government, the current administration that we have, and, and the mindset of some people that are in government right now at this moment there. And a culture of death has been released upon the United States there since the uh, since the beginning of legalization of abortion there because think about it for a minute there you are advocating the death of a child there what type of seed are you sowing into the ground you're sowing death into the ground there so guess what you wonder why let's just get realistic here for a moment you wonder why somebody doesn't have a problem with taking uh, going ahead and going to a school and shooting Okay, and shooting up innocent children in the school, we're killing people on the streets there, we're doing any of those types of things there, we're committing mass murder. You wonder why? Let me explain to you why. Because if you can attack and and kill the most innocent of human lives, that's a baby in a womb, you have no problem with going ahead and killing anybody else. Now, that is a culture of death. 
Well, yeah, of now, course it is. That's what I'm referring to here. So now, what I mean by a Christian culture is when we start to go ahead, when finally people start to see the issue of abortion there, no longer with the straw man argument of, oh, hey, it's a woman's right, okay? No, number one, you don't have a right to go ahead and kill any children, especially unborn women, okay? That's the bottom line. Now, all right, once we go ahead and we present to them the culture of life, all right, now then what's going to happen is that culture of life, that thinking, that, that set of rules that we have placed, God's laws, into society there, we then begin to honor life and it removes that culture of death. When we start to talk about, all right, let's use the other example, culture of, here goes, we got the big guns out today. What? Here goes, ready? Culture of sexual perversion. Now, that's going to be, I'm going to throw everybody in there. That includes those that are laying with everything that's coming down the road. <laughs> I'm talking about those that don't have any problem with going ahead and sleeping with uh, uh, with somebody different every night, uh, not considering the consequences. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say it because he's probably going to say it. Let's talk about me, you being a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you well, promiscuous one, you. You could have just said that that one uh, that one item that you go down that you get at Home Depot, okay? Oh, one gardening he's item. To hey, I, okay. <laughs> Stop being a gardening item from Home Depot, okay? You got it. Okay, that's great. That's <laughs> All right. Great. So, and I'm also going to hit on the subject of of, uh, of homosexuality too. That's included in there. That's sexual perversion. All of that. Once we go ahead and we, that's a culture of perversion. But, Once, but, that, but every culture that you have mentioned, whether it's sexual perversion, whether it's whatever else you've mentioned, I've just, you've mentioned a lot of stuff, okay? That's culture. Is Christ culture? Is the Holy Spirit culture? Do we have to contain it to follow it? I, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure quite what you're, what you're, okay. what you're meaning with that. There. Okay. So, so everything that we talk about, okay, whether it's, whether it's someone doing something against the word of God, whether it's someone doing something for themselves, whether it is, we always refer back to it as a culture of lifestyle, whether it's society, or Christianity or church, whatever, right? We have the uncanny thought process that we have to control it. Culture is, hum- is human control. I don't think it's human. I don't think it's human control. There, okay. That's the difference between the cult and 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 your term there. The 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 and then the other part there, which is culture. If you go ahead and if you if you if more people come to the understanding of who Jesus is in a society, it's going to change that society. True, but that's going to but that. But that change isn't going to be a cultural change. It's going to be a change inside to the outside. But it's going to. But what happens on the inside there is going to go ahead and affect culture on the outside. You you can you can change a trajectory of a culture, but 
you don't have to create a culture to change the directory. Well, that, so that's putting the horse, that's putting the, the, uh, the carriage before the horse there. Is it? So what I'm referring to there, what you're saying that going ahead and changing the culture to go ahead and change a person's heart. Yes, I would agree with you there that you can't go ahead and do it that way to a certain degree there. So the ultimate goal is to go ahead and change the person's heart first. Once people start to understand and they start to catch a, a, a glimpse of, again, when we're just, uh, we're just pointing out abortion here. That's, just, that's the culture itself. Okay. Once they understand life and they understand the preciousness of life and they understand the purpose of life and what, it, and, and what an unborn child could bring to this world, then they start to change their thoughts and their minds on it there, which in turn changes their hearts, which in turn changes society. Right. That and creates another culture there. Ah. Does it have to? It's an, it's an inevitable result of the change. Human. Of a- it's an inevitable. It's inevitable because we as humans have to control it. We don't give God the control on that because we're too busy controlling ourselves. It does. Well, it. So it doesn't really have to be any control. Let me go ahead and ask you this question here. All right. Okay. okay. Let's take a look at, let's bring up the subject of slavery. Okay. All right. This, okay. So back in the day there in certain parts of the United States there, okay. slavery was accepted. Okay. Now, do you see anybody there wanting to go ahead and grab another slave today in those areas? It's just a different, a different world. You can't, it's, it's, it's a different it's a, world. It's a different, it's a different world. It's a different look on, on slavery. We still deal with what, slavery. What I'm saying, though, is I'm specifically pointing out this type of slavery. And what I'm referring to there is, mm-hmm. is that because there was a change of heart, change of hearts, mm-hmm. there was a change in the culture. Mm-hmm. And now we don't have to go ahead and tell people, hey, guess what? Don't own a slave because they know intrinsically it's wrong. Now. They know intrinsically it's wrong there because, number one, the people's hearts that changed, changed uh, when, they, when their hearts changed, the culture changed. Now the culture, because you're in a culture there of uh, where there is no slavery allowed, now a person knows, even if they don't have it in their heart, whether it's right or wrong. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but you're going down the same road that we've been going down. Okay, I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is trying to distinguish the. the, the and if anyone out there wants to chime in, be more than welcome to join in. We got plenty of time. 702-483-8004. Chime in, text message, whatever it is. Give us your perspective because this is a very interesting topic. Okay, the problem with thinking, human thinking, is that we got to contain it. Just like evil, you can't stop evil. You only hope to contain it. We can. We try to contain everything, whether it's your beliefs, whether it's your 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 working day to day, whether it's your family. We try to contain it to fit in our routine as human beings. The problem with anything, everything outside of God is it's containable. You can you can choose not to go to work. That's your choice. You can choose not to be around your family. That's your choice. You can choose these things to contain it. But we try to contain God. We talk about the abortion and about homosexuality and about politics and about, you know, everything we've mentioned. But we don't talk about is everything we're talking about is cultural changing. Well, isn't that what Jesus came to abolish? 
is cultural thinking. He he came to abolish all of that because we want to put him here. We have our own version of Jesus. We have our own version of God. We take the Holy Spirit out because the Holy Spirit isn't containable. We can't handle uncontainability. We can't handle it. So when you talk about abortion, that's a culture. Just like what's happening this, this season, Halloween, that's a culture. There is millions of people celebrating Halloween this season. Culturally. Now, us Christians, some who support it, some who don't support it, some who think that their beliefs in Christian value is the way to go, which, hey, that's your beliefs, that's fine. Just like anything else, don't push it on me, we're great. We can agree or disagree. We've been doing it all this time. However, it's still culture. You see what I'm saying? Right. The Holy Spirit is unculturalistic. And you're and you're right. Okay. So, let, so why do we contain it, Cam? Because regardless, the holy okay, the the Holy Spirit is. Let me put it to you this way. All right. You and I may have an idea of what culture is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So, so we each have our own ideas, and that's okay. Let me go ahead and preface it by saying this: that the only culture that I ever want to see. That I ever want to be able to go ahead and 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 and, mm-hmm. and live in, and I gotta be, I, I gotta be, just know how to put this right. Is God's culture? I want to live in a society there where life is honored. So where life is honored there, uh, I want to live in a society there where there is where you have where you have respect for one another. There, where there is, you may disagree, somebody else may agree, disagree, disagree, agree, however it is, in that society there. I want to live in a society there where there is a culture of peace, where there is a culture there where there are, that is, that is built upon, that is built upon, uh, built upon Christian standards, and that we live in that society there that is that is within that that is within that realm now that can be that can lead to many many different interpretations so my bottom line is this is that is what i'm saying is that when the, the holy spirit changes the heart of a person there he puts god's culture into that person and our idea of culture there is not limited to what God's culture is. Uh, does that make sense? It's God. Let's. I, I think what the malfunction here. I think what we're we're missing missing is that we're just too focused on culture. It's become a staple. But why wouldn't we be focused on culture? Because that's not what God. God did not send Jesus here to embrace culture. He. Culture and religion are this are on the same plateau. No, not necessarily. Yeah, how not? Well, de- de- define what type of culture you're referring to. Look it up. Again, look it up on, it, online. It's, culture, culture is a group of people who agree on the same rules and regulations of their belief and move in such a pattern. Okay, and is there anything wrong with that? Yeah, yep. Yeah. 
the, the problem with that is, is this. Listen. The problem with that is, is this. Is if you continuously contain God in a culture, you're never going to have the freedom of the Holy Spirit. But what if it's God's culture? How, why does God have a culture? Why does God have to have to have a culture? Because it's it's something that it, it it's something that is, an, is that is an after effect of a change of heart. Really? When a person changes, change your heart, you have to turn into a culture. Are you kidding me? When you ch- all right, let me ask you this: If you have a change of heart, there, are you going to go out and murder somebody? No, because it's not God. No. Okay, so then but you've that, just that, set that, a that, culture that, of life that, in there. That's not a culture. That's a choice. <laughs> I'm not talking about a bunch of rules. Okay, that that people. I'm not talking about a bunch of rules there, like you're on a, uh, like you're on a compound somewhere. Okay, and you can't get out of it. But what, it, it, what do you think culture is? The culture is a generally defined set of rules that everybody has an agreement on. Okay, does Christianity have rules? Does yes, Christianity does have rules. Really? It does. So if, are we if, are if, we a lawless? If it ha- if it has rules, then why is there a Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the one that initiates those rules. Really? You sure about that? Yes, like, thou shalt not murder, or thou that, shalt that, not go that, ahead. That's, that, that's not rules, it's law. Difference. Oh, rules, rules were laws, either way. Laws, okay? And it's, that had to be abolished by Moses. Moses the Mosaic law had to be abolished anyway by Jesus. Wait, so did, wait, wait, when, hold on. When, when, when Jesus went down to Ten Commandments, what did he say to you? He says, love Wait, hold God on. And so, 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 so he did. So he abolished the Ten Commandments. No, no, that's not no. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that when Jesus came, he wanted a more authentic response to those Ten Commandments. That's yes. why he said, "Love thy neighbor, right. love thy God." That's why he upped the ante a little bit. Exactly. There. That's why he said, "It's no longer you looking at a woman anymore lustfully." You, if you think about because, it now, yeah, because he looked at the heart, not the, not the, right. not the flesh. So the whole thing ventures that, around that, the but, heart. But that's not cultural. Heart is not cultural. Culture becomes a part of that when your heart is changed. How? So when your heart is changed there, then now all of a sudden you want to go by what God's word says. You don't want to do those things. Why is that got to be culture though? It's it, it's something that affects culture whether you like it or not. Culture a, is a lot. Culture is the society we live in. It changes and the society Christ, we and, live and in. Christian culture, nothing more than than prosperity gospel, flipped around three thousand ways. When you when you truly start to serve the Lord, right, you are going to affect your culture whether you like it or not. Well, of course, you're going to affect the culture that you're in, which is society. Absolutely, yes. and the passion that God gives you when you get born again, because that's what happens. You get born again. God comes into your, the Holy Spirit comes into your life and gives you a passion. Change the culture in which you live in, yes, but that doesn't mean that God has to become a culture in your life. He becomes a savior and a grace, not a culture. And that's true, and, and but here's the here's the here's the whole thing about it. There, culture is a secondary. It's it's an after effect of what happens in a person's life. It's, it's not. Called, the, it's called aftershock. It's not the main thing. But that's what. So we don't we don't build. We don't want to go ahead and have to build a culture around uh, to change people. We want to build a culture because people have changed. Why? Why do we got to build a culture because people change? Why do we have to do that? Why can't we just rely on the Holy Spirit? Why can't we just rely on the sermon? Because you have to, because it's, a, it, it's, let me, let me put it to you like this, okay? okay. All, All right. right. Okay. I don't know how to describe it like this, but it's an after effect. And that's the only way I can put it. It's an after effect of a changed heart. Let me give you an example. All right. Okay. Here All goes. Right. All right. Let's say that you, 
Um, let's say that somebody used to go ahead and beat their wife. Okay. Okay. Every every night. Okay. Now, in that area there, in his home, that person's home. Well, you know, and let's let's just say. Let's just say uh, uh, husbands beat their wives, and wives also beat their husbands too. So I'm not going to okay. go ahead and just put it on everybody. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Domestic violence, all right? So every night you come home to a domestic violence situation there, and it's and it's very dangerous. But let's just say that all of a sudden, all right? Obviously the laws are not working because the laws clearly say you can't hit somebody and you can't go ahead and beat them up in your home. That's against the law. Okay. That is a that is a result of a culture. That we have that we have formed as human beings. Now, let me make my point here. Okay. 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 The, the the culture itself doesn't being in that culture doesn't change your heart. But here's what happens. Let's say that that person, whoever's doing the abusing, gets born again. They get saved. Jesus comes and lives inside of their heart. All of a sudden, now, all right, God removes that out of their heart. Removes that violence out of their heart and changes them from the inside now all of a sudden as a result of the change that's in their heart all of a sudden that area now called the home is now no longer a culture of domestic violence it is a culture of peace and love and joy because the work was done by the holy spirit and the holy spirit went ahead and changed the heart of that person which in turn changed the culture that that person was in that's what I'm talking about there. I'm talking about having a change of heart that begins from the inside, and it's ultimately the fruit of that is the after effect of that is that it's going to be, it's going to change the culture that's in that home. And now that home becomes a culture of peace, which we are supposed to cultivate. So. Okay, it's called, is, 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 is the cultic change, is that in relevance to cultivation i'm a i'm just banking off what you just said it's it's we are okay too, if you're cultivating right that mean it has to be a culture yeah whatever you cultivate will eventually turn into a culture okay so there's no way around culturalizing christianity it is an after effect of what happens to a person's heart when you have the person's heart changed we're, we're too what the problem is we're too stuck on it we're too stuck on the culturalization rather than the freedom of because when you have freedom you don't cult when you have freedom there is no like okay let me put it this way when i when when when, when i when my grandma left and moved on and I had to figure this out for myself because my grandma was mostly in my, my right. background. Okay, you know that. You, you right. know her. Okay. Right. The first thing God told me was get out of the culture. Let me be who I need to be for you. I didn't know what that meant because I was I was involved with the culture. I was involved with, with, with witchcraft. Okay, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. And God, God specifically told me in my spirit, and that's the one audible if it's in my spirit, the problem with my people is they're too stuck on culturalizing the belief rather than freedom in belief. They take the Ten Commandments and they make it a rules and regulations rather than a rather than a a, a pattern of life. This is what Jesus was saying specifically. Okay? 
take these rules and make them regulations in your life, not rules. Rules and regulations, what's the difference? Rules are the one, two, three. Regulations are how you change those to fit what your life is going to be like. Right. So if you have rules, like say you have, you have uh, 10 rules, 10 commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Let's do that one. Thou shalt not kill. What does that mean? All right, so. Okay, you can take that a million different ways. Right. Kill, kill, murder. If you kill somebody, it depends on the situation. You could be getting jumped in the in, in, in beat, right. beat by bats, and you pull out your firearm, and you take one of them out. Are you going to hell? Are you breaking the Ten Commandments? No, because that's not murder. Exactly. But the but the Ten Commandments said, "Thou shalt not kill." It didn't say, "Thou shalt not murder." Thou shalt not kill. Killing of all the work. So you're regulating it because God understands situation that takes culture out of it and puts understanding and regulation into it. We are so stuck on one way that we don't understand how God can say, I don't want you to be culturalized. I want you to be, I want you to cultivate the floor, but I want you to cultivate to freedom. I want people to be free to love me, free to read my word, have the passion. Right. Okay, you can't, you can't get away from culture because culture is what we live in. Right. I'm not trying to create another culture. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to evaluate what I need to do to cultivate to bring the Lord. So, though, so basically, we're we're just seeing things from we're seeing things from two different from two we're seeing the same item from two different perspectives. Exactly. My goal is is that to go ahead and create uh, it, to go ahead and create a. Uh, a passion for people to fall in love with Jesus, and then in turn, their hearts change, and in the and freedom, then, the freedom, their hearts change, the freedom, and then they can then go ahead and once their once their heart changes, there it's going to affect the culture around them. The culture that's, around them because they're already in a culture. That's how. That's what I'm referring to there. Okay, but you don't. But we don't have to formulate a godly culture to do that we're not going to have a godly culture this this world this world will not allow us to have that right so let me use this as an example all right now is it is it illegal to go ahead and murder in the pure sense of the word murder not because it's illegal of course it's illegal okay now that's because it's illegal to kill that's because no but let me that's a different subject but let me go ahead and mention this the reason why i'm saying this all right okay all right now so you could have a culture there that honors that honors God's word and honors his uh, and honors his uh, you know Ten Commandments. Now that doesn't mean that those people are going to go ahead and obey that. Obey that. Why? Because the greatest law has not been put in inside of them, and that's the law of love, which only comes through accepting Christ. So you can have a law in the book there that says, "Thou shalt not murder," but people are people still murdering? Of course. Yes. All right. Now, can I tell you something here? Mm-hmm. Yep. Here goes. Ready? Yep. You can remove the. You could. You could tell me today. It's okay to go ahead and murder. It's no longer on the law books anymore. We struck it off of the books. Okay. Guess virgin. what? Virgin. Yeah. Guess what? 
I am still not going to go murder somebody. Yeah, because the Holy Spirit in you because that it's not, that's not the law of the Lord. Because that is, because the Holy Spirit has put a love in my heart there, and I'm not going to go ahead, and regardless of how many laws you pass, say, it's okay to murder, it's okay to steal, it's okay to lie, it's okay to do this and that. Huh? I'm not going to do it. Why? Because the culture of the, because God's word was put into my heart there, which in turn cultivated that love for me there. And so out of that, out of that, per, out of that, uh, of, out of Jesus coming into my heart, I'm not going to have that anger in there and I'm not going to do that, regardless of what the law says. So you can have, basically what I'm saying is that you can have a culture that is set up and defined by God's word and that's true and we and we do to a certain degree have that here in the United States why has it got to be a cold no, you're, but wait you're missing the point here this is what I'm saying all right that in itself is not going to change people so yes you can put a person in that culture there but they're still going to go ahead if it's if the change is not in their heart then then that culture that they're in is not going to go ahead and do anything for them so, but if they, but the, what, what, you, what I'm trying to say though, no flow is, why do there have to be a culture? Why do we have to there's implement? There's got to be a set of laws. There's got to be a set that, of rules. I mean, it has there. to be a culture though. You can have laws without culture. You've got to have. You've got to have a certain. Listen, no matter how how long we how long we live on this earth here, we have to go ahead and have a set of societal laws that we have. Well, of course, that's society. We get yes, that. That but is culture. Yeah, but that's. But that's not dealing with God, though. That's dealing with society issues. That ain't got nothing to do listen, with God. Listen, let me put it to you like this, okay? Those okay. those types of laws there have been put there for people that don't want to allow the that allow God's word to be to, to come inside of them and change their hearts. Right. We, so you've got to go ahead. You've got to put something on there yeah. that's going to cap what they're going to do. Right. But God wants to go ahead and remove, go in. His purpose is to go into people's lives mm -hmm. and change their hearts from the inside out so that whether there are laws there or not, laws of culture were not, mm -hmm. all right, mm -hmm. it's not going to matter because you're still going to go by God's word. That's why I said... That's exactly what I'm saying. You're saying exactly what I'm telling you. Well, I, I think we're but, just looking at it at two I, different points. We're just dropping that culture bomb on there. Like, we have to have that cultural stigmata on us to be righteous why why do we I, have I, but i don't think that we do i think it, the bottom line is said it is, is why, that it, why is there a christian culture why does it even exist but you see a christian culture is an after effect of what has happened to people's so, lives so abolish it Abolish well, we, how can we do that in order for us to do that you got to abolish the word of god no you hearts. don't no you don't Christian culture, maybe, is a, Christian culture is a man-made thing. It got nothing to do with God. Maybe, okay, maybe just like religion. Maybe, same thing. Maybe we're not a. Maybe we're. Maybe we're missing something here. Maybe I'm on one track and you're on the other. Okay. I, I, I think what <laughs> so. I think what it is is that I I believe in complete freedom. Okay. Holy Spirit freedom. Pentecost. Okay. Love and move forward. Okay. I believe culture. Religion, which is pretty much the same dang thing, okay, has corrupted the flow of the Holy Spirit. Okay, we're too worried about boxing in things into our perspective rather than let God do His thing. 
Okay, let me ask you this question. Okay. All right. Here goes. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm talking about there, when I say that to to go ahead and remove Christian culture there, is to basically remove the Word of God out of our hearts. Negative. No, no. What I'm saying when what what what, what I'm saying when I when I said that there is mm-hmm. this. Okay. All right. Okay. When a heart when when a heart is changed by Jesus Christ, right? It creates a culture in that in that person's heart. Why? There, and in that mind, in that in that area there. Why? Why? Why does myself it's something that is a, that it, is it, a, it's a redemption? Yes, it's a change of life, a born again belief in 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 a spiritual spiritual. Absolutely, but it doesn't mean it has to be a culture. Why do we have to put a name on it? Why do we have to say, okay? Wow, what part of this culture now of, of Christian belief? That's that, I'm, that's, I'm not ta- that's not nonsense. I'm not talking about the rules and regulations of culture there. I'm talking about the atmosphere of life that it brings. That and that right there is salvation. So Going. that's what I'm referring to there. Okay. I'm not referring to a bunch of rules and uh, a certain types of rules or regulations. I'm talking about. The, when God when God comes into a person's life mm-hmm. and changes their heart there, uh-huh. then he puts those he, and then he puts those things inside of him. Mm-hmm. The rule of the rule of no stealing is in my heart already. But that's not a culture. That's your salvation in your Holy Spirit that you received giving you that a, conviction. But that's a rule. Does that it? <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a rule. I don't. I wouldn't call it a rule. I call it your. It's. It's. What is it? God, give me the Holy Spirit. Give me the word. It. When you have the the discernment of the Holy Spirit and the conviction of of your sins, and God's law that we use as a backbone to our faith, and 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 how we walk, it's a common. It's supposed to be a common sense walk. Kill. Lie, cheat, you know, fornicate, whatever the case is. These are the things that he put in as common sense downloaded programs into our spirit. Right. Okay. We got off track on that. So the man-made law says, let's just emphasize this. Let's just, this is work around it. And as we work around it, we make other laws. And this okay. So we get to 2022 and we are so fixated on religion and cultural building that we lost perspective on Holy Spirit deliverance, Holy Spirit we, living, and and I think you and I, you and I are, are saying the same thing. The the, 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 the the bottom line is this: that mm-hmm. that every person needs a change of heart. True. That's what it is. We agree on that. Every person needs a change of heart. There now, that change of heart needs to happen. And how do you know though? How do you know they have a change of heart? There's a way of finding that out. How do you know the change of heart? Well, you can judge them by their fruits. Well, it, that's yeah, that's simplistic. Yes, you're right. Yes, you judge by fruits. But there is also another way to find out that, to see if someone really received the Holy Spirit, or received salvation. You know how that is? Uh, go ahead, tell me. The distinguishing difference between passion and persuasion. Okay. Do you follow? So, me? Do you follow me on that? So define the words passion and persuasion there. Persuasion. Okay. Passion is what God gives you to want to seek Him. Right. Persuasion is someone pulling you in a direction because you want to. You want to. Uh, I guess I has a word. Come, I went through this, so I know this. You're persuaded because you don't want to disappoint. 
I can understand that for a certain, for to a certain degree. Okay, so you can distinguish the difference between passion and persuasion by the fruits and by how they, how, God, give me the words, how they proceed forward after their salvation. That's, uh, and I can see where you're going in that direction there. There's but, one... uh, but the, the salvation is the Holy Spirit changing them inside. Right. Radical saved, mediocre saved, lightly saved, whatever. It don't matter. They're saved. Okay, you, you ask for the prayer, you got saved. Okay? Now, what do you do afterwards? How do you know? A person is going to have a noticeable change in their, 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 their progress. And that's why the church gets involved with the discipleship and they do all kinds of other things because of that passion being implemented in their life, not persuasion. Because persuasion is, I did it, but now I want to make you happy because I made you happy doing this. Now I'm going to, the church, you have to go to Bible school and you have to go to this, you have to go to that. You're persuaded because you have, oh my gosh, I'm about to, you're persuaded because of obligation. And I can certainly understand that there. You you are sitting at the back of the church. Got sins only you know. And God knows. Right. They persuade you to go to the front to get prayer. You say the prayer, and I've talked about this before, about, you know, how do you know if someone's really saved or not, but they really meant the prayer. They do it. But it's a persuasion what leads to a stipulation. That stipulation is that now that you got saved or you to the prayer to ask Lord into your heart, now you have an obligation. It's, 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 it's more telekinetic than anything in, in what it works. You have an obligation because you were, were persuaded. So I would I would agree with you there to uh, to and I certainly understand what your point is there. I think every person would say, and every and every true uh, leader, every true man of God and uh, Christian would say, that we want to go ahead and have people do things out of their own heart there in obedience to the Lord. All right? That's the ultimate goal there. We don't want to go ahead and try to persuade anybody. If but, somebody, see, that's what this show is for, though. The show is to expose that nonsense. I don't, well, I don't want persuasion. I want passion. Right. And, don't but, you? But, yes, but... Listen, but let me put it to you this way. Okay. Not everybody's always going to go ahead and have passion in the beginning. Some right. people, some people do need to go ahead and be prodded along. Let me let me say this. Persuaded. All right. Let me say this. All right. That <laughs> he said prodded along. <laughs> prodded along. I be yes. Listen. <laughs> okay. Let me put it. Let me. Oh let, my God! What about that? What that? What? <laughs> let me go ahead and let me give you an example. All right. Um, there was a lot of times there where, I, as a young man serving the Lord, there where I did not want to go to church. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, listen. No matter how passionate you are, you're a kid, though. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It does not. It matters. Listen. Can I be honest with you? If, if you if you're talking about being prodigal when I was a kid, yeah, I was prodigal. I got the I got the electric cord all the time. Listen. <laughs> There's not anything wrong with you not wanting, with you sometimes not feeling like you want to go to church. Okay. Of course there now, all right. But because <laughs> I had disciplined myself, I went. Now, discipline. Did you discipline yourself, or were you disciplined? 
I discipline myself. How'd you do that at a kid at a young age? You like you knew. I you knew. I did it. I got up and I said, God, I, I I know that this is my that this is my flesh. I'm gonna go ahead and do this. Oh boy. So, but here's the thing. Me not wanting to do that, okay, but doing it anyways led to my passion this, for it. This, this is him getting prodded. <laughs> he got prodded. Are you trying to tase me there or what? <laughs> He's getting prodded. You know, you know those little those look, electric sticks that you get and you prod them. Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> You're trying to. <laughs> oh, no, I just had to go there, man, because I thought it was so funny. You know, okay. Prodded. <laughs> go ahead. I'm, I had to do that. Go all ahead. right. But here's the thing. All right. My persuasion eventually led to my passion. Well, of course. I mean, I'm, so, not, I'm not saying as a kid. You, as a kid, you don't know. That's that's in every area of my life. Believe me. Listen, as 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 great as I am as a human <laughs> being, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, as great as I am as a human what? being, I have my what? flaws, and I. <laughs> oh, oh shut up. Okay? <laughs> you know, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's it. Say it again. See what happens. What? <laughs> No, it's great though. Listen, it's I, I'm I'm only kidding, all right. You're, you're, but here's, and I say that I say that facetiously. Uh, I know my flaws, okay. So, as but as I know my flaws, and I know oh, I know mine too. Where, where, the, where, where, where God, where God deals with me about those things there, and oh, jeez. What? <laughs> he lost what? his microphone. Hey. <laughs> that means it's getting serious in here. <laughs> hey, all right. Okay. Yes, yes. He dropped his microphone. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I didn't drop the microphone. It was a, it was a mic drop. It was a <laughs> mic. boom. Okay. Where's that at? Oh, here's right here. There you go. That was a mic drop on my, oh. Uh, oh, oh. my, my comment was okay. That was a mic drop, yeah. Uh, but. Uh, all right, back to uh, what we're okay. Yeah, back to what we're doing. Okay, here goes. <laughs> I love hey, it. I love it. Hey, you really dropped the mic. <laughs> no, you dropped the mic. Oh, uh, right. you, 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 the thing this is the thing about it, guys. I mean, why do we have to always culturize everything we do? Why can't we just live in the freedom of the Lord? So, again, we're seeing the same thing from a different perspective there. Let me put it to you this way, all right? If I put up a piece of, if I put up a, uh, if I put up a, 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 a piece of paper there that's what? got two pictures on it, all right? You're going to see one picture on one side. I'm going to see one picture on the other side. We're both seeing the same object. It's a piece of paper. But we're looking at it from different points of view there. Now, is each one of our point of view wrong? No. All right, well, because it, it's well, part. So it's built on that. It's part of the of the entire picture. For you to for for you're seeing the one perspective on the other side, but you're lacking in seeing the other perspective, and me vice versa. I'm seeing the one perspective on so, mine. So are you telling me that you believe in the freedom of the Holy Spirit? I be, absolutely. I believe in the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Okay, and you do do you believe in Christian culture? I believe in Christian oh. culture. It comes from the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Again, no, it doesn't. we're looking at two things Are different. Are you kidding me? You were looking at two things very different. What? Are you kidding me? I believe in a culture that comes out of a changed heart, is what I'm saying. It has to be a culture, though? 
Well, what else would it be? Freedom! It don't gotta be a Listen, culture. if you want to define freedom as culture and culture I'm, is freedom, it. then you can do that. I'm, I'm distinguishing the difference between what you call a culture, a uh, state of, of, of people, to a freedom and belief in God. Okay, it, so it, let me put it, it to you this it's way. It's the same thing. All right, let me put it to you this way. All you, right. All right. What you define as freedom, I define as culture. Our ultimate Why? goal is this. Why, though? I want to know. I, that's my question. I, the last I, minute of this show, I got to know why. Okay. 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 I, All right. I, I, let's just go this way. Okay. Let's go this way. Okay. When we first talked about this show, uh-huh. I wanted to make it, you know, a Halloween themed show. Okay. okay. And, right, and, and right. you were, you were okay with that. Didn't you don't celebrate it, but you were you're willing to go with the show and, and have your perspective on it, which is fine. It's what we're supposed to do. Somewhere down the line of this whole thing, I changed it. It's shot fired. I noticed. Okay. <laughs> God spoke to me. Okay. So, this is what me and Dave and you talked about, about different perspectives on kids growing up if the, with the Halloween culture. Okay. Doing that. Okay. So, where we stand right now is this. There are people who are Christians who celebrate Halloween. There are people who are Christians who don't celebrate Halloween. And there are people who just celebrate celebrate Halloween because it's a cultural thing to do. Okay? Obviously in the studio, you can you know if you if you guys can see inside the studio, you see it's fall. It's leaves, it's fall. right. Harvest, okay? There has there 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 cannot only be culture to every answer. Every answer isn't culture because I'm not trying to be part of no dang cult. Okay, culture is cult, like Christ is Christian. Same thing. Okay? We don't have to culturalize the freedom in the Holy Spirit to have the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Because the freedom of the Holy Spirit is freedom. Culture is cultivating into a group. The whole Holy Spirit freedom is taking yourself out of that culture and putting yourself in a freedom of God. God is not a culture. If that was the case, Jesus wouldn't have fought against the, the religious people so bad. He wouldn't even came to begin with. If we were okay with culture, don't look at me like that. I know you're. No, no, I understand. I'm. I'm. I'm like, <laughs> you're you're again, we're we no we're we we're seeing the same thing. And again, I I agree with you. You put the culture name on it. I'm trying to remove the culture name off it. I'm saying that it's an after effect of a change of heart. So you're telling me like eat, like eating beans, farting. Is, want, is let me ask you this: Do you want it? Do you want it? You, <laughs> Do you want to be in a culture of freedom? I don't want to be in a culture, period. So we're, I want it's to, like, I, I we're, what we're doing is we're, we're, is we're, is we're, we're discussing, you know, did the chicken come uh, before the egg or did the egg come before the chicken? Oh, guys, it, the bottom line is, is that there's an egg and there's a chicken here, okay? So, uh, guys, you know, the, the funny thing about this is and that's what this show is about is to, to go back and forth and, you know, make, make somewhat sense of it. I think, you know, I think Flow is absolutely correct. I think we're thinking the same thing but putting two different titles on it. You know, he looks at it as a cultural identity. I look at it as a freedom in identity. It's 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 pretty much on the same page. It's just looked at differently. I look at blue, he looks at purple. I look at yellow, he looks at orange. Just just pretend like a uh, Rubik's cube. Remember the Rubik's cube back in the days? Oh yeah, no kidding, huh? Okay, so how many colors did the Rubik's cube have? 
I don't know. It had like four, it had like four different colors or something like that, yeah, so, somewhere around there. But the whole thing is, is that if you're looking at one side of the Rubik's Cube there, it's going to be blue. The other side is going to be green. The other side is going to be yellow. So, but it all is different perspectives there, different po uh, points of view there, but it still resolves, uh, uh, creates one Rubik's Cube. That's true. At the end of the day, it's true. At the, 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 the end of the day, that's what matters the most. That's now, right. here's the thing, all right? We're talking about, we're talking about ultimately having a change of heart. That's what it is, and that's what we're leading to right now. I know you're still, I know people out there are celebrating and, and involved with the Halloween season. I get that. Um, however, on this show, the house that Pentecost built, who's in the house? We are talking about shots fired. And we're shooting the devil down. We're shooting the demons down. We're spiritual snipers. You know, not only me and No Flow, you know, go to the range and blow off rounds, but this show we're blowing off rounds too. Absolutely. So, and, and so we tackle a lot of subjects there. I, I want to mention one thing there. I brought up, I brought up uh, abortion, and I brought up homosexuality. Yes, you did. All right. Now, for those of you out there that have ever had an abortion, those of you out there that are uh, that are caught up in the lifestyle of homosexuality, I want to tell you there. I don't judge you, and I, and I'm not going to go ahead and judge you. No. Uh, if those are things that you have done, uh, those are things that you're involved in. There, there is freedom and forgiveness through Jesus Christ. And again, what Daniel and I have just been discussing now has been a change of heart. That's where it first starts from in everything. It's got to start from the heart there. We love you, and Absolutely. Jesus loves you. That's true. And that's the bottom line. So and that's why we're about to go right now. Okay, we're going to pray right now. If you're out there hearing our voice right now, yes. and I want you to pray this with me, I want you to say, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, forgive me. Of my sins. Of my sins. I ask that you come in. I ask that you come in. And you live your life inside of me. And you live your life inside of me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Jesus. Jesus. I'll live for you. I live for you. From this moment forward. From this moment forward. And I thank you for that, Jesus. And I thank you for that, Jesus. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. In your name. In your name. Amen. Now, I'm going to pray for you right now. How much time we got left? A minute and a half. About a minute and a half. Okay. All right, guess what? I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, for every person out there that heard, the, that, that, heard, that heard our voices there, that heard what we were discussing, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray, for, I pray over them that you would draw them closer to you, Lord God, and that your spirit will change their hearts and their minds and their souls, and they would listen and hear and say, I want to get close to Jesus. I want to, I want to know more about Jesus. And I want to serve him with all my heart. I pray that over their lives in the name of Jesus this moment right now. By your power, by your anointing, Lord God, guide them, lead them into the, to where they're supposed to go. And change them, Lord God, from the inside out. In Jesus' name. Absolutely. Amen. Oh, and by the way, I love you. Oh, I love you too, buddy. <laughs> okay. Awesome show. I know it longer than we expected, but it was definitely needed. Um, Three-hour show. We're rocking the house. Who's in the house? Who's in the The one and only Holy Spirit, the house that Pentecost built. Man, thank you for joining us this entire time. Shots have been fired. Shots have been fired. Shots have been fired.
and we're going to keep on doing it. So, much love, God's grace to every single one of you out there, and for Flo, and for Blue. We love ya. See ya.